So guys, uh, how many ships has it been that we've uh, found and crashed? <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard to say. Is the thing that we're in in this episode a ship? What is the definition of an arc? We're at, we're at the second act of this arc, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, we're at the end of the freezer arc. Yeah. This is the <laughs> <laughs> all of this. No, the freezer arc was uh, chapter two, right? With the uh, the the lake that was frozen. That's chapter crystal? three. Oh, I get him confused too. <laughs> We've been on this game since fucking July, and it blows my mind. I went back and looked, and I was like, "That can't be right." It's still only been two weeks for these people. <laughs> I'm actually all surprised how quickly it's going. Like we're at yeah, yeah, chapter ten out of thirteen. But things are getting ready to get really. Wait, there are thirteen sticky. chapters. Yeah, there are thirteen. Yeah, I thought someone said there was fourteen or something. There's technically twelve. I think thirteen is like only like post game stuff. Post game. Oh, okay, cool. Because I, well, I thought someone was saying twelve, and I was just like, this game throws fucking thirteen in our face so much. Yeah. Like, why the fuck didn't they just do thirteen chapters? So it's it's good to know that there's actually just thirteen chapters. And this December is this game's thirteenth birthday. Get out! No, really, dude. How do we keep accident? Oh, like, wow. we keep fucking like dropping our pants and tumbling, like f- tripping over it, and somehow like landing in a pile of gold with <laughs> I, these every Final time, Fantasy games. Every like, time. It, it works out so well. I feel like we did something similar for Dirge of Cerberus and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was like right when like they started introducing more of the extended universe into the remake yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Like, oh, hey, Nero's here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How weird. <laughs> Challenger anyway. approaching. Nero uh, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> now there is an ancient. Uh, there's an ancient Grand Pulsian legend that says that I am Curtis and this is the every FNFF podcast and with I me as always. I, yeah, I think I've heard that legend and it says that I am Carl Germ and again, this is the every FNFF podcast. <laughs> with me as always is... My name is Alex and I don't think the legends say anything about me. Left out of the analects. Yeah, it's, it's really like buried deep in the in the data logs and the liner notes of the podcast. Yeah, you have to, you have to read that everything, one. <laughs> everything you have to read away. that one and then press R to go to the second page. If you yeah. just back out, you missed the part about Alex. Yeah, I think actually Alexander shows up maybe next chapter. I could be wrong. He does. Ooh, interesting. I but know um, that guy from previous games. <laughs> I know. Hey, I know that guy <laughs> from the stories. <laughs> when last we left our intrepid heroes, they uh, had disappeared. They fucking got zooted. Not <laughs> That's not what that means. Anyway, yeah, the uh, the the ship that we were in flying away from the Palamacia. Uh, disappeared right as it was getting ready to smash into a building, right? Yeah, they got hit with 1.21 gigawatts and got transported somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. It reached 88 miles an hour. <laughs> Our Uber driver almost went directly into, like, a building and then so- it just dropped us off in a really shady area that we now have to fucking fight our way out of. <laughs> oh, you can drop me off here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can just drop me off wherever, it's fine. I can walk for the rest of the way. <laughs> well, this game is constantly good at like not telling us. I think maybe just <laughs> I'm by part of it wondering like because it's the first like game on this console. Like, yeah, we can't afford to just show every single time they go into a new area. Like, they're just gonna we're just gonna render the new area <laughs> because as we start this new section, we see this ship nicely parked in basically a, a subway station. The ship is parked in this subway station. So like, yeah, the, the ship has appeared in a. Like, did we crash in here? No, because there's no holes like in the ceiling or anything. There's no that. way for it to leave. It's so like. 
It's a really impressive park job. It's like if you somehow were able to double park between like four different pillars in a subway station <laughs> perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're, I don't know how, how many K turns you have to do in order to get out of this shit. But, it's, uh, it's like you'd have to build the vehicle in between the pillars. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's it looks like. Reverse Johnny Cash song where you got to take it one piece at a time. To, to <laughs> <laughs> Your dad like gets his fixer upper finally up and built, but now he can't get it out of the garage because... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He built it facing the wrong direction. <laughs> so it's like, oh no, I got to tear it back down. It's the Homer Simpson car that's just tires glued to a uh, mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bartandalus just no-clipped us into a, a subway station. <laughs> yeah. At very first, like, we don't know where we are at all, right? But the the architecture isn't so different that we suspect anything is wrong. We're, bl- we're like, oh, we're just, we're just below the town, right? Like, no yeah. big deal. Yeah, um, Vanille kind of just comments on it saying like, oh, this looks like a piece of pulse. Right, right. and like Which makes sense because there is um, like scripts and like numbers and stuff on the wall. That is not yeah. uh, cocoon text. It is actually pulsey and like script, which oh, we saw before on the uh, Anima's chamber as well. It's very, oh. very rounded at first as cocoons, which is very angular. Yeah, oh, and, really? and Saz is talking that. about this, and he's like, Pulse, like, you mean, like, the, the vestige? Like, something that close, this close, or something like that, this close to Eden? And it's like, yeah, right, like, it's right. a little sus. So, yeah, maybe um, they recognize that we were flying through Eden in the last scene. Right. I probably assume we're not far from... Oh, yeah, I guess, did we get a confirmation that that was Eden? Um, I mean, I suspect because we were in the middle of... There's only one flying city I know of right now. Yeah. There's only one flying city I know of and the thing that Sass just said where he's like, oh, this thing below Eden. So I'm like, going to be honest with you guys. I haven't been doing my homework too well in the in the data log department. Uh, these <laughs> oh, have been Carl. Long, oh, Carl. long and, and kind of trying sections. So like by the time I've gotten to the end of them where I usually be like, all right, data log roundup, let's go. I've just been like... Oh, just- just wait for the next one. Ooh. Yeah, I, gotta, <laughs> I, I think got chapter some... eleven. We're gonna have to have like five episodes for it. <laughs> this is uh, this is like the uh, the Wani Kani reviews just like piling up. I'm looking at my data log and I'm like, oh my god, I have seven hundred that I need to do. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. So the uh, recap slash an event data log. The last paragraph in the last thing is. So if you're booting up right after you did the autosave, it would have said uh, their craft is guided to by an unseen power that protects them from Roche's onslaught and flies them towards the reality hidden beneath the capital of Cocoon, as we know as Eden. Okay, uh, good. All right, cool. There it is. That that, that good confirmation. Um, yeah, Fang's kind of talking about it, and she says, like, yeah, well, what I don't understand is after the purge and all that lassie paranoia, why keep a chunk of pulse under the floorboards? I really like that, like, yeah. <laughs> way of describing it. It's like the, the, the beating of that hideous heart. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, the the Lassie kind of like they consider like what this could mean. Hope wonders if like Dysley has sent them here on purpose. Um, Saz is like, yeah, he probably does. I mean, he he basically explained our entire focus up straight up, right? Yeah, he says, here's your focus on a silver platter, and yeah. Hope's wondering <laughs> like, do you really think that like what our focus is is what Dysley was saying it is? Which is a very good question, right? And uh, and Vanil says what we were talking about last time. Where, like, why would a cocoon falci want to destroy cocoon? Like, why is it working with the pulse falci? Wouldn't it want the opposite of that? Yeah. And Hope says, he's like, oh, maybe it's a falci thing. It's probably this grand design and we just can't understand it. Yeah, man. 
I do, hey, I do hey, like yeah, Hope's yeah, weirdly religious thing of just being like, well, the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> that's why all the tragedy that's happened in your life is actually a good thing somehow. It's like, okay. Hope really uh, steps up this chapter, kind of just like really kind of leading the conversation. Yeah, it's, it's true. Kind of, it's kind of cool. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah, and then... uh during all this yeah snow is off just sulking in the corner snow right is now. off he's just like leaning against a uh, a pillar and just kind of like looking real bad real real deflated dude's not having a good day because he has just learned what sarah's focus was uh mm -hmm. which was to bring together the implements to destroy cocoon which he has insisted since the beginning was the opposite of the case but he's just never like stopped to think about it or consider that it could be something else. So having been told, he's a he's a little deflated. Yeah, early in the conversation, Vanille's like, Mr. Hero, cocoon calling snow. Like Earth yeah, to yeah. Snow is Earth. So it's just cocoon to snow. And then yeah, at this point, Fang even says, She's like, Hey Snow, nothing from you. And he still doesn't say anything. It's like, hey, asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. We're yeah, having a conversation we <laughs> here. Anything from me? This is like, yeah, when I'm falling asleep in class or whatever, and the teacher calls on me, but uh, Snow is unthwarted. He's still deep in thunk. Yeah. yeah. Anytime someone describes like a, a bout of like depression as a funk, I just think of uh, Max Scoville of uh, IGN who had a podcast called The Comedy Button. And anytime like someone would say that, he would be like, "Why do white people always ruin the the word funk? Like say, <laughs> say anything else. Like stop making funk a bad thing." <laughs> <laughs> Some stank on it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we just kind of, uh, start wandering around because right now we're there's kind of There's a just, nice little, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. This is kind of like an in-between section. We're not really like in a random encounter section. This is kind of like, this is similar to when we were like on the, uh, the, not the Hindenburg. Oh, the, the Lindblom. Um, Lind not the Hindenburg, the Lindblom. <laughs> oh no, very, yeah, very different. Uh, we were, yeah, we were on the Lindblom and it's kind of just like, here's an area to kind of like catch up with everyone before you continue on with the story. Right. right. A lot of like optional dialogue, which is pretty good um yeah this is also where you get the trophy instrument of truth Ooh, which is of course one of the best t-square songs yeah indeed which is interesting like that i i don't know how much you know i feel like all of the names of the trophies have been very story specific and it's like instrument mm -hmm. of truth and it's like okay so the game is kind of telling us that the the we are hearing the truth although i do have my doubts like you know, I find it hard to believe that, like, just all of a sudden, it's like, oh, here's here's the actual focus, and it's, like, the worst thing you could imagine. Have fun. Yeah. From, like, the most evil guy we've met so far. Well, I think that's what I, one of the things I like about FF13 so much as a, like, like, theming and plotting and stuff like that is, like, what do you do in the face of only defeat, right? Like, when there yeah. is no way to win and everything is just bad, like, that's when your character is tested. And I kind of I think that's, like, a... A cool thing that this game does it makes it very dark but it's a neat way to look at these characters I think. We, we must imagine sisyphus as happy <laughs> as content <laughs> yeah but i don't think many of the characters have anything besides just kind of reminding us like what has happened like yeah, yeah. if you talk to snow he's just still talking to himself like sarah so gathering up the tools for destruction turned you to crystal huh i had all wrong totally wrong like or whatever you really were yeah. an enemy of cocoon uh, yeah. Fang was like, been checking your brand? If you start to stray or take too much of a shock, your brand will change you. Next, oh. next stop, Seat Central. I wanted to talk about that, actually. Um, I don't, I haven't been checking the entire time, but you know how, like, Fang explained that, like, as your brand goes, uh, like, an eye will open up in the middle of it or whatever? This and, like, whole chapter, mm -hmm. yeah. 
I this noticed. whole chapter, I noticed on Snow's brand, the eye is open on his brand. He's like... Same as Saz. He has uh, Saz yeah. the red starting to show on everyone. I noticed that Saz had it uh, at some point in a cutscene recently. I think you could see like the red mark from just the limited amount that we get to see on his brand. Yeah, they're like they're getting toward the end of the uh, the amount of time that they have. It's almost Seath o'clock, baby. It's almost Seath o'clock, indeed. It's Seath time somewhere. Cracks open. <laughs> I ordered this book the other day, but here is a screenshot from it where it actually shows you exactly how far everyone's brand progresses throughout I, the game. I have this saved in my phone. I didn't know when I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> oh, it's so but cool. It, it's cool. I mean, don't look too far ahead because I'm sure there's... Uh, oh, cool. It's labeled by chapter. So do not read below chapter 10. Yeah, yeah. I actually found this out also like going through the texture files. There are textures for like every single... There's 13 stages, of course, of the Seath brand. Of course. Surprise, surprise. I need to ask our buddy Adam. I guess I might want to wait until after uh, this season, but our buddy Adam, uh, Cloud7470, uh, has, I think, Snow's brand on his arm oh. Um, oh, as a nice. tattoo, which is super sick. That, that's uh, super cool. So I'm wondering yeah. which permutation of the brand it is, but it, it could also be that's something cool. that, you know. Um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, after this little section where we kind of talk to all of our party members and kind of fumble around for a second, we can continue on and... As we leave this um, this little foyer and start heading down one of the tunnels, we get a little cutscene, right? Where yeah. uh, Snow kind of comes up to Lightning and he's like, "Hey, I feel like I need to apologize. I was I was entirely wrong about all this stuff." And Lightning's like really gentle with him in this scene, where she's like, "Oh, wrong about Sarah's focus? Eh, you know, d don't worry about it. It's not like you to second guess yourself. No big deal, you know." Mm -hmm. So, um, everyone's been real. Uh easy on each other since uh palimpolum i think everyone's been kind of yeah, yeah. everyone's gotten yeah. a lot softer we're, we're, we're all seen eye to eye we've yeah. all had a nice yeah. big heart to heart it's it's hard to heart to heart <laughs> <laughs> um i i do hate what snow says when she's like it's not like you to second guess yourself he's like yeah well even heroes make mistakes i'm like all right yeah <laughs> i've defended you so much knock it off with the the hero shit dude <laughs> snow you're posting well, I, cringe I, it's funny like light acts like she's kind of giving him a hard time sort of you know where she's like yeah you really did mess up you big dumb idiot but mm -hmm. the fact that you believe so hard is what got me out of my rut so like we'll consider it even you know what i mean she even says to him you've been a total idiot but yeah. it saved me and so like so that's base you know either way your faith in sarah was strong that strength got you this far it was all wrong yeah you tried so hard to convince us that you even fooled yourself. <laughs> You've been a total idiot. But still, it saved me. Yeah, you tried so hard to convince us that you even fooled yourself, which yeah, yeah. is an interesting interpretation of that. My yeah. interpretation yeah. is that just that, you know, like, if we are to believe Dicely, it's just like, oh, yeah, this dude's just too dumb to... Like, Dicely said the same thing to him. He's like, oh, like, did it really never occur to you, or were you too, like... And it's like, I think it literally maybe never occurred to him that yeah, he I wasn't 100% yeah. mm -hmm. correct, and that his, <laughs> his wife wasn't saving the world, and he was going to help her save it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Lightning walks away from him, and he kind of, like, holds the... Uh, Sarah's tear and says, Sarah, talk to me, baby. And <laughs> like talking to the tear. Talk Light to me, baby. Lightning does encourage him a little bit too, even though she's like, yeah, everything you know is a lie. 
but fuck it is what she's basically saying because she says <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. trusted sarah let that faith drive you it even made me want to believe and it's like that's that's right. a powerful thing you know it's it's interesting too in this game that's about you know killing gods essentially and just the the premise of like yeah have faith and it will will drive you to like what you need to do and, and like what you and your heart like want to be true and right, right the faith here isn't like faith in like the grand plan of fate of the gods that are put that they're putting it in front of us and stuff. It's like, no, just have faith in like your own morals and your own beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, man. Be true to yourself or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, whatever and stuff. But um but yeah, there's a couple little like tunnels and some other little uh like stations that we kind of like run through real quick. There's not too much there. Oh, uh still on the uh, topic of Fang and Brands. Um Yeah. As I was extracting uh, uh, subtitle files, I found a deleted scene that's only available, I think, in, the, in Japanese files. But uh, oh. our friend Corey pointed out, because as we know, Fang has been kind of having some uh, brand aches. Yeah. yeah. So she, when she mentioned Ragnarok last uh, chapter. My brand, my special brand. <laughs> <laughs> the achy, achy breaky brand. <laughs> and this is information that's not in the Japanese version game. It's just in the files. It's only in the files. So like there are subtitle files in every uh, in every chapter that are triggered, and because of the order of where this is, I'm assuming this is kind of early on, kind of as foreshadowing to further reinforce that like yeah, something's wrong with Fang. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like there's just a lot of cut content in the this section of the game anyway, because there's just a lot of like stuff they can get through. Um, basically, like uh, there's a, a point where uh, I think Fang's like being suspiciously kind of weird still, and like Vanilla's like, "What's wrong? Not feeling good?" And like Fang's more like. More like I'm going crazy and lightning, like referring to snow is like, yeah, well, I'd also get worn down trying to like keep up with this guy over here. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm used to things being so loud. Like, that's why I'm also like nervous because I think she's like used to like chaos. So that's like why she's more concerned with like why her health has been falling. Like, yeah, I usually can handle shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And lightning is like, oh, do you want to like break off or like take a break? And like, oh, no, no, like Vanille's here to take care of me. I'm glad I met you guys, basically. And it's pretty it's pretty interesting. That is an interesting scene because that does do a good Yeah, I almost feel like that should have stayed in. Maybe not, I don't know. But like it is. And who knows why they cut it or you know, yeah. Could just be a thing to these last two chapters, I feel like they were just like cutting things out to kind of speed things up in the middle. Maybe so. Yeah. The thing with games is like I noticed with a lot of like JRPGs is like they have a the beginning, middle, and end like really like ironed out and they're like deciding what to prioritize when they're kind of connecting all those like beats yeah, yeah um so there's obviously stuff that they're gonna prioritize over other things and they probably just like well we didn't want to animate this or we didn't want to have this section of the game be so long so we're just gonna like yeah. chop it up and whatever yeah even taken out that i still like that that scene does kind of like make me pay more attention to how fang is dealing with everything and like how she's being kind of affected differently from the cast so that's pretty interesting Vanille still also hasn't told her like that she has the, whole, the, the they haven't had their conversation yet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's, there's still like uh, I feel bad for Fang now because she's she seems like the most like the outsider still. I feel like yeah, now would be a really good time for Vanille to kind of lay that on us because it's like that we're, <laughs> while we're all, all doing these, the healing and stuff. Yeah, we we have all these questions and shit. And we're just like, oh, we don't know what our focus is, and Dicely just told us exactly what our focus is, but it seems like counterproductive to what we thought it was and what Sarah said it was. Yeah. And Fang might just be like, oh yeah, no, my focus is like, I don't know, like I'm gonna turn into Ragnarok or something and kill everyone or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. like who knows? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people listening know and. 
<laughs> I do not. Um, I don't. I don't know if what I said is like anywhere near. That's what feels like they're hinting at, foreshadowing. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, after we kind of walk through this area, at some point we uh, we hit some stairs that we ascend a little bit and we come out into a much larger open area, right? Much what There's, feels more like a vestigy type of area. Cause yeah, sure. Yeah. If we're like in this, like we're coming up from the subway tunnels, which I'm assuming connect different parts of this facility and probably, yeah. And you know, a facility is a great way to put this because it looks factory ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it almost, is this I just mean, deep ground again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just deep ground again. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you look, there's like a, a, a shot just kind of showing us like the area and we can't see beyond some like larger walls that have stairways going up to them. But in the distance, you can actually kind of see, um, very much like the, uh, the deep ground or the, uh, whatever the fuck Reeves organization is called. I forget. Um, just like, uh, like balconies and like it looks like like there's like railings and stuff that like almost looks like an office space like kind of up up in the distance yeah there's yeah, yeah. catwalks piping uh, like the power is on we're we're like in some sort of old pulse facility but like the power is running which i'm assuming it's because there's like a foul sea on a hamster wheel in the basement or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's how all this works right well as we see it uh hope says i can't i can't believe we're still in cocoon and Saz is like, oh, it's kind of creepy. And then as they're talking to each other, I don't know how you would explain it. Some like uh, pods open. Yeah, everyone's brands start burning, though, too, first. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Everything is like glowing red. And we're like, oh, is everyone just going to get idolins now? Like whatever. Yeah, everyone cool. gets idolins like, <laughs> and or turns into a seeth. <laughs> we have to fight five idolins at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. What a nightmare. Oh, I see. I'm looking back at the I'm looking back at the footage right now. Actually, the ground below them shines a giant brand below them oh, for just like oh, a yeah. second. A glyph that maybe like they trip something. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they are all pulse. Let's see. That would make sense that for some reason this place would react to them. Right. But there's these like pods that these like columns that look like have like mounted pods or openings on them. They have sin spawn on them on the sides. <laughs> They're basically little tiny like I almost want to call them like baby little baby coffins or vestiges because out <laughs> from them they like a little door flips open and some of For the For sale baby coffin never used. <laughs> <laughs> it start it's kind of Geiger-esque looking in its design. I was gonna say yeah, yeah. Geiger-esque. Is the kind of rounded and very organic, even though everything else in this facility is very like square and angular, um, yeah. and kind of steampunkish. But from the bot base of the pillars, uh, a new version of the pulse work uh, soldiers come waltzing out. Yeah, shiny new color. Yeah, they got big heads. They got bigger claws. The yeah, pulse, these are the pulse work, work nights. Yes. Oh. Oh, pulse work days, but oh, those pulse work <laughs> nights. Yeah. They got hammerheads. They're kind of cool. They do. they do. Oh, yeah, shit. I didn't even really realize that. But we get into a fight with them. Um, and after we beat them, importantly, some real crazy shit goes down as far as, like, leveling up in this game. Yeah. And I, I, think, oh, right. I think as oh, that's true, uh, when we say we get into a fight with them, the team is Snow, Vanille, and Lightning, which wasn't my team when we last left off. So I think this is just, a, like, a mandatory one. Wait, was it one Snow, that, Vanille, and Lightning? Interesting. The one they uh the one I'm watching right now is Lightning, Hope, and Fang. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, mine was Snow, Lightning, and Vanille. Maybe that's like a relationship, uh a relationship uh -huh. like calculation that's going on. The, my PlayStation 3 was able to just read my mind and it's like, you really like lightning, you like vanille, and you like yeah. <laughs> Maybe because of what Curse is about to say. Yeah. There maybe has something to do with like how you progressed each of these characters. It's just kind of like, all right, we're gonna pick these guys because they I don't know. These maybe I changed are... my party 
beforehand or something? I was saying that because I did not have snow in my party last chapter. <clears throat> yeah, I, I didn't sure. either. Oh, okay. Interesting. I think because yeah, the last thing we did was fuck up uh, Bartandalus. Yeah. And then we got Weird. hella cutscenes. Hella cut, hellacious cutscenes. Giga cutscenes. But at the end of this battle, oh, we man. get This, this is horrifying, by the way. Horrifying. <laughs> role development unlocked. Yeah, role development unlocked. And it, from now on, Every character has all six roles. They yeah, can do any which of them. sounds fucking dope. Until you realize the implications of what that means. Well, because like, the it, way it, it works, you don't actually unlock. Like it has the sphere grid essentially unlocked for that those roles. You still have to use uh, Christogen points to level up, and you need to get at least one move or like one ability in that uh, Crystarium in order to unlock that role for the thing. So you can do what I did where you just dump all the Christogen points into a role that was just unlocked for a character and still not oh, get the no. role because you didn't actually get... Uh, like, I, yeah, no. So starting out, I think the cheapest you have ones, to get it to level one? You yeah. have to get it to the first uh, ability. No, okay. Yeah. I didn't touch any of the new ones at all because the cheapest one is 4,000 Christogen points mm -hmm. and I think my most expensive one on one of the rolls I already had was like 2,000 so I said fuck those rolls I don't need those rolls I'm I got not gonna so learn excited I was like a kid with candy and I was like I fucking love candy I'm gonna eat it all right now and then I gave myself a tummy ache because it was just like <laughs> not worth the points that I expended and I was like well, shit, that was probably the wrong move. Like, I think <laughs> what the game is sort of telling you to, to do with this Don't is like... Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of focus on what finishing your roles that you're already in, and then when you have extra points, start d dabbling in the other ones. But um, yeah, yeah, I did not now, do that for like three characters. <laughs> I'm still very much like making sure my people have a specialty and like I'm not going to like dip into the other trees until I'm like... I have some surplus. This, That's this the thing, basically right? feels like um, if you were playing Final Fantasy X and you just dropped everyone all at once into Kamari's tree, and then it's like, hey, just go whatever direction you want. And you're like, oh shit. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm so yeah. close to getting a good move with Titus, and now I need to, like. Uh, it, so, what I think is kind of interesting about it, right, is that um, you're. I feel like your party members are strongest in the roles that they kind of currently have. That's kind of their specialty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it is really interesting to look through the other ones. So, like, I looked through Vanille's uh, Sentinel role, right? Because I was like, Sentinel role? Haha, <laughs> that's so funny for Vanille to have Sentinel. Why would she have Sentinel? And all of her, like, skills in Sentinel are, like evade and like oh. magic avoiding and uh the healing ones she's kind of a lightweight nice. like nimble like a very nimble sentinel where like she pulls all the effects it, toward her and then they miss instead of like her just tanking the damage that's and so I was like sick. that's so interesting it, it shows how much love and care went into this battle system and just like you know, it's not just like, oh, you can unlock Ultima if you want to, like, early on or whatever, yeah, and then make yeah. this this person good in this role or, or whatever. It's like, no, like, they're still very precise about being like, well, this is a role that every character can have, but they're all going to have their own little spin on it, which we've already kind yeah, of seen yeah. with certain ones. Like, even something as simple as, like, Ravager, where it's like, oh, well, the first thing that, like, lightning gets is the lightning magic, or snow gets the, the blizzard magic, and things of that nature. Snow they gets kind the of snow magic. Snow magic. Um, <laughs> 
kind of just been uh stone kiss the lightning yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I like that i yeah because a few chapters ago we were like oh yeah these like new roles kind of like fit where these characters are like mentally in their story and so it makes sense that like they would pay attention to kind of even how those roles are like dished out for each of these characters yeah right instead of just everyone having the same tree or same sphere grid or whatever it's like not like in 10 where you can just like, I'm going to hop over to Orin's grid and like do whatever right, he would right. be doing, but just as Titus now. But no, it's like everyone's everyone's tree is different, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So like I'm sure if you thing. max it out, everyone might have like the same moves by the end of it, but it's like very much on a path. So there's yeah. definitely like kind I, of an optimal I way. I think to, they're a little different, actually. If I yeah. remember right, I could be wrong, but I think even, they are even different. If, if even I'm right. sure there is some like, yeah, like some kind of uh, balancing that goes into um, everything. Also, so whenever I get a new Crystarium area to like start, like, oh, would you call it a new Crystarium level? I Crystaria. guess. A new Crystaria. A new branch. A new. A new branch, yeah. I guess. Yeah, what do they call it? Like expansion. I always. The first thing I always do is see what's there. Because I always go for the abilities first and then I just get everything later or whatever. I mop up all the um, like HP plus and magic plus later. I just go abilities first. That's what I want. That's smart. So I was looking at it, and now there's an extra thing there that wasn't there before. Because before there were abilities, HP, MP nodes, blah, 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 accessory sometimes. Mm -hmm. And now there's one in each person's like best skill called ATB level, which gives you another ATB level. Another bar? Yeah, you get another ATB bar for everybody Holy by shit. learning it. Um, everybody's is pretty far along. Like it, it took me all the way to the end of this chapter to get those for each character, but I just made a beeline from, it's like almost at level four. And so it's, of these, it's almost all the way at the end, except for Vanille's, which is the very, very first thing that she can get. So like all my characters have their four ATB, except for Vanille, who has five now. Oh, so that's kind of cool. Speaking of ATB bars and like, uh, chaining attacks, I accidentally found out. I have no idea if you guys mentioned this and I just zoned out. But if I hit triangle or whatever the top button is, you can actually like instantly do the moves that are queued up and just chop off whichever ones they didn't hit yet. Really? So if you're like, okay, I don't want to wait till my entire ATB bar goes up to have a uh, lightning or whoever do a move. Yeah, we only need one more hit. Hit triangle. Yeah. I think that is in the tutorial as well. Um, and that is heavily used in uh, the speed run because the fights are, are very optimized. You don't have to wait with... for the whole bar to fill up. You can just hit triangle mm -hmm. and do like whatever's filled up. We'll just use it now. Can... Yeah, exactly. So you can. Yeah, it, it's it's really a nice feature. It, it adds a little bit more depth to the to the run. Yeah, that reminds me of um, when I first got four bars with Saz and I was just doing like ca casting like the two ATB abilities two in a row so it was like okay i'm gonna p put faith on saz twice and then it got to him and now uh, or like bravery or whatever and then i was like and now i'm gonna do faith on vanille and, stuff. <laughs> and it was just like i was cutting my shit in half because it was like oh no i could have done faith and bravery in the same turn and then did the same thing to vanille and like optimized it that way but i'm an idiot so i didn't mm -hmm. do that <laughs> yeah it could help you just kind of spit off what you need real fast mm -hmm. and not have to wait for just like redundant commands to happen or whatever especially but, if you're just like you can select targets or whatever we also get a title card here after uh this whole new world is opened up to us and indeed, we are indeed in the fifth arc the concealed vestige Ooh! in the distance it looks like there's like a weird tripod like uh thing that looks like it maybe came out of like half-life or whatever it has like a cannon on it but yeah it looks like we're just in a big old factory i'm trying to look because i can't I, I feel like i need to fucking start up ff13 now 
and see if Vanille has five or four, because I haven't played as Vanille. Do you want me to do it? Because I, I can do that um, from my... That your Steam Deck? <laughs> no, I yeah, wish. I, I'm still in Chapter 1 on my Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, good point. But, I mean, I can I can probably pull it up here. It's not a big deal. It's not a huge deal or whatever. The point you is... also check during the break. Okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll do it then. Because I, I remember Zwanzig pointing out that um, the first hint about them is that Vanille started with three ATB right. in our party, despite the fact that everyone else had two. And then there was that the whole thing. So, it, like, if you were really savvy and you were paying attention to all that and making note to it, you could be like, right. oh, it's interesting that Vanille has always had three. You just think it's like, right, oh, it's a right, gameplay right. thing. Like, whatever. I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, since it, it was so odd when we played as Fang, who only had three, and I was so used to playing as, like, Snow and Lightning and Hope and everybody, or not Hope, it was like Snow and Lightning, and I was like, oh, yeah, everybody has four now, and then it felt like a real step back to go back to three with Fang, and I was like, oh, my God, how atrocious. That's because, mm -hmm. you, yeah, because the people who have Eidolons are, like, the party leaders for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of assumed Fang was a step behind, but maybe that's not the case, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she still has three. Vanille still has three until they probably get their Eidolons or yeah, you're probably whatever. Right. Or if you level them up in the Crystarium, So The point is, you should get uh, Vanille's ATB because it's almost free. <laughs> yeah, seriously. At the very beginning. It's free, free bar estate. The free real estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fifth arc, though. That's, that's where we are. You're telling me an arc, there's five of these things? <laughs> you're telling me a fifth made this arc? Um, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth. <laughs> yeah, after this one, we come to the minor fall arc and then the, the major <laughs> lift arc. But Vanille says, this place, it must be an arc. Or she says, arc. Um, <laughs> it must be an arc. But Lightning says an arc <laughs> because we need someone with a normal accent. Normal accent. Normal accent, <laughs> wow. Damn, dude. Wow. Strong. Strong. Putting, putting our Australian friends on blast. Damn. <laughs> hey, I'm the editor. I can say whatever I want. That's true. <laughs> you can make it sound like I said that. <laughs> um, yeah, but Fang says that's what they call it. Well them. said, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Long ago, the Falci who made their home on Grand Pulse were afraid of invasion from the outside. As part of their battle preparations, they created an army of living weapons and they stored those weapons in arcs and they hid the arcs all over the world. Everyone on Grand Pulse knew the legend. Most of us never believed in them. So this is basically a Pulse armory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fang says most people on Pulse never really believed in this, um, but a few people had tried searching and never found them. Uh, who'd have thought to look on Cocoon? I indeed, indeed. Which is funny, too, because that raises the question, like, I assuming because, you know, Dicely just said, like, oh, yeah, no, our plan is for you guys to kill our Falci and shit, that the Sanctum would know about this, but there's also the thing of, like, the accidental bringing up things from Pulse... But that also raises yeah, the question, yeah. was bringing the, the vestige up accidental at all? Cause yeah, kind exactly. Of yeah, like, that, that, I kind of take it that it probably wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like I, it, I, it wonder, said, yeah. I think it said explicitly in the data logs from the point of view of what we had learned at that moment. Yeah. Um, right. That it was like, oh, who knows like what horrors are in these things that we bring up from Pulse to build up our cities or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah. no, maybe this was all like intentional. Yeah. Um, but Fang also goes on to be like, oh, there's a, there's a more practical purpose to these as well. Or they say that there's a more practical purpose to it, right? 
um, and that is to like train Lassie to become better killing machines, right? She yeah. specifically says to force Lassie to master their shiny new powers, right? And mm-hmm. so like you're like, oh, I love okay, that this- they wrote in a canonical story reason to level grind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, uh, they're trying to test our might and 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 challenge us to mortal combat so that we can have these shiny new powers. And it's like, oh, you say that right after you gave me a whole bunch of new shiny new powers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you know, everybody in the party has some version of like, oh, we'll become super fighting weapons. They all say something equally trite. Uh, uh, and then <laughs> I like that uh, Saz is yeah not Seath but monsters all the same yeah but Hope's all just like he's he's very uh, Hope's been very gun ho this whole chapter like think of it as a training for the fight ahead yeah and he's like Hope's right and then yeah like uh, once again uh, those pillars start busting again they start busting and uh, so more like, pulse oh, knights come out these guys again <laughs> how many times do we have to teach you this lesson old man Lightning says fun times <laughs> yeah fun times. Mazuina, and uh, but um, so the pulse the pulse knights are basically the same as the other pulse work soldiers, right? You stagger them, uh, their tops pop open, and then you take them out, right? No big deal. Little electric nougat you can go wailing on. Yeah, you hit their juicy, juicy cores. Yeah, they have a like, lot of strength. Like they do a lot of damage with their physical attack, and it has a wide berth. So like that is kind of the danger that they pose. I would say. But um, they are weak to the, yeah. That's actually they're weak to fire instead of the the last ones, which were not. I was excited about that because when I was controlling, uh, I think lightning, the first thing that I could select in the list when I was doing attacks was fire. So I was just like boom, 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 boom. Let, let, let's yeah, go, nice. melt them. Yeah, can alter own form. Interesting. I do like that the very first thing that happens once this cutscene is over because like the more knights have appeared behind us. Uh, if you have Vanille in the party, she'll go, oh no, run! Like, like, oh, you need to get away super fast. Run for your lives! And I was like, I think it's literally what she says. I was like, shut up. These are experience. I'm coming. I'm, I'm fighting these guys. I am not running away. Yeah. So I just immediately ran around and went toward them. But I thought it was very funny that she like kind of announced it like, oh, you shouldn't fight these guys. I, I need that CP. Have you seen how much these things cost now? Which uh, which party are you guys using here? Um, I'm still using uh, Girl Party. Yes, same. Girl Party. Actually, maybe I, I think I switched to Hope like later in this. Uh, I think chapter. I think I might actually sw- swap someone out. I might swap out. Um, I might swap out Fang for Saz because I feel like haste is gonna really, especially like with some of the stuff that Saz can do with buffing and yeah, with yeah. Vanille being able to use like imperil and stuff. I'm like that sounds like an extremely good team like it's mostly offense with yeah. if i kept lightning in there because there's no sentinel really but uh i don't know i think that would be a fun one to play around with and also saz is great so at the moment i really haven't been using fang whenever i can kind of help it just because not having access to try disaster to me is just like <laughs> crippling i'm like no i need to be able to stagger everything in one go around yeah <laughs> Um, your other f- favorite friends here are... My favorite bombuses. Yeah, they're bombuses. Your isohecahedrons? Yeah, yeah, they're bombahedrons. Um, they are here. And they're, they're also... I now. actually think they're a little bit easier than the last bombs. Yeah, I was stronger. able to take them down before they, you know, do their their bullshit, but... Yeah, I think they're a called of, circuitrons. Yeah, circuitrons. at one point I think one of them did get me with, like, the self-destruct, and it, it definitely fucking sucked. But, uh, <laughs> they absorb electricity in this one instead of fire so they're like 
electronic bombs. We're not really talking about the area too much because it is very repetitive. It's I was literally getting ready. Just to say. the same structure uh, over and over it again. Feels just, like deep ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of. I mean, it's, it reminds me of the inside the vestige, but a little more uh, utilitarian and less uh, a little more brutalist, a little more. Uh, it's a fucking parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it kind of alternates in between. This is the party city after it's been uh, moved down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're already putting in the spirit Halloween shit. <laughs> uh, these like factory type areas, these like wider areas, and then like the more subway tunnels, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of goes back yeah. and forth between the two for a while. Um, it's like a residential block or something. Yeah. And once we get into the tunnels again, we actually start seeing more like uh, biologic enemies, right? It's not just the soldiers and the bombs. We start seeing like different kinds of flans. Yeah, the glowy slugs. goo flans. Oh yeah, yo, nice these flans are kind of assholes. Um, yeah, I got fucking melted by them. A few yeah, times. me too. And then there's like nudibranch type things again. Those slugs. Yeah, yeah, they're back. But they got like big, kind of almost like uh, was it like the Luchador Pokemon? It has like oh, a, has a bowl. Oh, Halucha, yeah. It's has, it has like a Halucha. Uh, yeah, Griffith. On it. <laughs> yeah, I guess Femto, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, these guys are kind of assholes. There's there's a chest that has a hero's amulet, which will cast bravery when your HP is low. Um, oh. That only functions once per battle, which sounds pretty good, um, pretty usable, but I mean, you know, you might also have yeah, someone on good. your team who can just, like, pop off bravery whenever, so. Phosphoric yeah. ooze is the flans in this one. They are glow-in-the-dark. They, they are. They have faces. They can combine with each other to create yeah. a larger flan, and once they do, oh. that oh boy. that combined flan is a motherfucker. Yeah, so a, li- a little dangerous. Yeah, there's some fucking asshole fights in here. Like I got I think, <laughs> that is the best way to put it. There yep. are in fact some asshole fights. Some in this real area. fuck you fights for sure. Uh, right. Because uh, who were the um, maybe not this branch of the uh, area, but the um, there's like an imp type enemy. That, uh, yeah, the little little dancey boys. They're they're a lot less cute in this one. They have like they kind of remind me of the flying eyes because they just have like a, a big old eye. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah 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 that's right. Um yeah I think they're supposed to be like that. That's like a reference to the to those like uh, ear him or something like that. Yeah. Um, but they're like goofier and gobliny looking. Uh, yeah, what they called in this one? But they can like call friends sometimes. Yes, yes. Which I got sucked in with like a few oozes and like those guys. Like, oh my god, it's like so this one's getting bigger and these ones are just keep appearing. <laughs> it's I died a game over. Yeah, like they, three times. these battles can get real out of hand. Yeah, I, it, it's nice in the story context of what this place was built for and stuff. And it's kind of you know nice that they're like, oh yeah, no, like now you should probably start dumping some stuff into leveling up, um, and we'll give you as much opportunity as you want to do that here. Yeah. Should you decide? Oh uh, yeah, they are the air, uh, or they are called imps, I guess. <laughs> uh, Vanille said something interesting um, when I was coming up to a save point at one one point where she said, "What do you suppose happens to Lassie when their full powers wake up?" So I, I, I'm oh, yeah. imagining that might be some uh-huh. foreshadowing, but who knows? Maybe, maybe. Who could say? Not I. Um, yeah, once we uh, come out of like some subways, we do come out in this like very kind of more open like channel. Like it's just this kind of wide open. Uh, oh, the the big like underground sewer looking area. Yeah, like there's you actually can see. Uh, what is this? Yeah, would so be perfect for some sahagin. <laughs> there's bridges kind of crossing across. Uh, I mean, first we come out and there's like 
you see these like giant structures and there's like catwalks everywhere and you kind of kind of hop around different like ruined platforms. If there right? is anything that I love in a video game, it is walking around on like busted walls that have now become catwalks. I love I'm a sucker for that shit. Mm-hmm. Love it so much. These are where you can like maybe backtrack around and like uh, find some items that were on other sides of barricades and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, this this area definitely seemed like um, it, rainbow amulet or rainbow anklet is one thing I found around here. Yeah, there's like a saint's amulet as well. Um, th- this area definitely seems like there's a lot of different paths that you could take, which would maybe encourage like backtracking and doing some full discovery. But um, I do not want to do any discovery in this game, and, and this <laughs> section particularly is so long that I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever's here, I don't care. Like, hopefully they didn't hide a fucking ultimate weapon somewhere, you know? <laughs> the thing I found is that some weapons, if you miss them, they will just show up in shops, but you do yeah, have to yeah. dish out for them because <laughs> money and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, vials of medicinal oil. That's something I found in one of these lower traverses. <laughs> vials of medicinal oil. Yeah, that's yeah. like when you get uh, a medical weed, but it's in vape form. <laughs> I love that there's like waves, uh, way markers on the walls that are in like pulse text. Yes. The instead of arrows, they have like half of a brand turned sideways that is like glowing. Oh, glowing neon green or I can orange see or it. pink. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like in universe design to try to help you kind of like be able to. This navigate. is what pulse looks like. Yeah. I do like that they have like the the big sewer entrance kind of thing with the um with the water running off of it. So it's like the fugitive, oh, or yeah. more importantly, like <laughs> the scene with Millhouse in The Simpsons. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I didn't do anything. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, when we hop down into some of the like, they look like almost like roads instead of walkways and some of these open yeah yeah chasm, we start uh fighting more of those weird bird enemies we fought on vile peaks indeed we do um what are they called uh i almost thought it was a reference on uh nene but it's a uh, scottene okay and the uh i almost said stinkini i think it's a stinkini <laughs> oh yeah 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 these are the, the like the ska and stink yeah you know stinkini you know um even when we're in these tunnels too there's also fucking behemoth down here as oh well. my god right and let me oh, tell goodness. you every time i fight a behemoth i completely fucking forget that they have their standing like a guy move they have their standing <laughs> like a guy thing Which, it fucking heals them all the way yeah it heals them all the way by giving them if you look at the numbers that pop up when they stand like a guy it's five nines just 99,999 hp recovered they don't have that much hp but they have like more in like the 60,000 range i think but holy Mm -hmm. fuck dude there's been i was getting so close to taking it down before it transforms and i was like you can do it you can do it is that possible and i did get confirmation in my twitch chat that like yes but you have to be really good and really optimal to in order to do that. And I was getting so close and I couldn't fucking do it. And I was like, I hate these things. I ran this area with uh, Vanille and Hope or Lightning, Vanille and Hope. And I could do it if I imperiled yeah. the behemoth first. And then I like try disaster to like just get that fucking stagger immediately. And then because Snow and Lightning both have commando, I could switch to like two commando and a Ravager and just like keep them up in the air the whole time. So yeah, it's so satisfying. Um, when, uh, but only it, just, only just. Like a lot of times, stagger would run out, and then it would be like, "All right, time to cast fucking standing like a guy mode," and I would kill it while it's in the animation of standing up, and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god, that's so sick. Um, 
I do want to talk about something near the Scottene and the Stinkini or whatever. Um, there's <laughs> a chest. or something like that. There's a fucking chest that they're blocking. And I took them down and I was like, ooh, you know, we've been getting some cool armor and accessories and stuff here. I wonder what's going to be in this cool chest. This chest had fucking 600 gil in it. <laughs> That's fucking nothing. I, I was so pissed. I was like, you're giving me six, 600 gil at this point in the game? I would like to just, not a spoiler. I'm not going to spoil anything, I promise, okay? Hey, 600 didn't have before. Yeah, yeah that's fair. true. I'm not going to spoil anything, so don't worry about this. If you're listening at home, don't worry. No spoiler. But I have been reading ahead to, like, post-game stuff, right? And many things have said, CP is not the problem post-game. Gil is the problem post game. Yeah. And so I've been fuck. like, oh, let me read about like what to do or whatever. And like the the good strategies where it's like, this is the best strategy for getting Gil kind of thing. It'll go, here's the fastest way to farm Gil in the game. And if you do it this way, you should have enough Gil for everything in like, you know, 10 hours or so. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. That uh, really kind of throws a damper on, on how I've been playing the game because I have <laughs> well, been spending gill like it's fucking No, I, here's the thing. I think the amount of gill that we make until the end of the game is like 0.5% of what you need. So spend it or don't, it doesn't matter. Okay. Because <laughs> the amount that we're going to need is so astronomical that it's like, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Is there like a battle arena equivalent where I can just kind of like bit farm yeah i yeah, really yeah. need materials to, yeah. to sell <laughs> yeah so. we're farming bitcoin in final fantasy 13 but it's called Gil. just got my turbo button on just to keep smashing x so i can just like <laughs> we we got that every fnff uh fucking minecraft server for another like year or so because it all yeah, we, yeah we're turning that into a a, a a bitcoin farming thing but it's gonna be for gill in this game for everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just have like a the whole Gil data center stonks, worth of dude, it's going to the moon like <laughs> <laughs> we have an entire data center just full of like servers like just constantly <laughs> pumping away trying to fucking f- fight enemies and get us gill we're crashing the economy and like ruining like actual finance people's lives by just being like <laughs> shitheads on reddit about it <laughs> next chapter we're gonna like find out that like uh Vanille has a um <laughs> Has a bank account that she can't access anymore. <laughs> she's been asleep for like yeah, yeah. She years. left her digital wallet on Pulse, and it's worth like 10, 10 yeah, Doge coins or whatever the fuck, which is seventeen billion dollars. Yeah, she's she's the richest person on Grand Pulse. Easy. There's nowhere to cash it because everyone's dead. All the banks are dead. Yeah, yeah it's the episode <laughs> of Futurama with the anchovies where she goes back and and uses her uh, pin number, and she had like three dollars in her bank account, but with the interest of how long she's been asleep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, speaking of those like crazy dancing bird people or whatever that we fight, the area where we start discovering them is kind of neat, right? Like we this is a yeah, big open kind of chassis. Yeah. There's like I like there's like weird ring in the center of the room with like sus- that's kind of suspended or holding things. Uh, it's 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 interesting like big open area. It's very yeah, it's, which I visit like this same identical stage like three times in this level. I feel like they literally this room is in there like three it, times. they copy yeah. paste it quite a bit. Which like I, I'm not going to complain about that. So much that the shortcut to no, bypass fine. the enemies is there in all of them. Yeah, which when you jump down onto yeah, the thing yeah. and go backwards, you can just like walk around the uh, the road. Yeah, you can like, walk around the ring on the outside of the the room. It, it, it's very interesting. They're kind of like a behemoth or whatever. I'll just walk around them. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that we're like these giant. They're they're giant cylindrical rooms, right? 
And it seems like we're in a silo or something. Like a silo. And across them Got are to drown these roads. In corn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And across them go these roads. And like on each level, there's a different road that travels a different direction. And you could see how like if this was a maze of like transit or whatever, like how it would kind of work where you're like, okay, this is, these are where all the roads cross each other. I do feel like we're like under Midgar. Or yeah. Something. It's yeah, like an yeah. underground uh, hanging edge almost like with these weird yeah. uh, mm. highways and stuff. Trussways. I mean, hanging edge, it's also underground. These so. Liz Trussways. Yeah. Shout outs to a real one. Killed the queen. <laughs> she tanked the fucking uh, the pound and then she peaced out. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <Just> absolutely dipped. <laughs> Um, after we pass through, I think the first one, we go through like a kind of, you know, ambulatory, like a, a nice little hallway where we can save and maybe find an item off of one of like the branches Yeah. before we enter this big old room with these, uh, <laughs> giant fucking red glowing. Th- like, it looks very intimidating. I think we found something that's a little, uh, I think scary. we found something. Yeah, indeed. Um, my first thought was like, oh, it's fucking like the cyber wolf from fucking Melgear Rising with a fucking chainsaw on its head or something. But it's a uh, there's some real big motherfuckers in this room, right? Yeah, we got a little cutscene quick, right? We do. We do. It's a little short one. I think Saz is like, oh, these things are alive. Yeah, there, there's basically a different ambiance in these rooms, too. Like, we've basically, like, gone from what look like useful everyday areas kind of thing. You know, I mean, like, like, uh, like service roads and stuff like that. You'd They're in maybe infested by, like, fiends or whatever. In Fey, exactly. They're not really, like, me, except for, like, the circuitrons and, like, pulse work, the... Nothing really feels like they really belong. They're like, oh, yeah, like, whatever, these, like, animals just moved in or just kind of like giant rats yeah. or whatever but this room like oh what the fuck is this big old yeah it's like a metal gear type of thing where like what the fuck is going on and, and they clearly belong here right like the lighting is very dim and it's like a bunch of blue leds that are uh lighting this room their gamer rigs are <laughs> completely <laughs> souped up yeah rgb lighting they got yeah. those yeah. ikea uh like uh display cases that you can put your funko pops in and change the lights <laughs> and it's you know cool looking <laughs> they feel like they belong like in the museum and like seven remake and like Shinra Tower or something like that. Right. Like, yeah. Showing off like it's like a showroom of these like big weapons or whatever. You calling them like a Metal Gear is pretty good too, because they they kinda are similar to one in many ways. But they they're very they're interesting. They're very asymmetric. Yeah, they're like horse like and they have a weird asymmetric like helmet arm it's like a, a i almost want to call it like uh yeah like it looks like there's a rail of like orange light kind of bending around it like a, yeah, yeah a few a series of blades but almost like maybe they're like a rail gun or something kind yeah. of cool like that yeah. which again like very much going with the metal gear reference where there's like a, just a giant fucking gun on one side of it imagine yeah. if it's you very will kind of beautifully designed imagine if you will dear listener a horse that is made out of like blades uh and it has the Yu-Gi-Oh, uh card deck holder thing oh uh, there it, that's an perfect <laughs> perfect perfect it's pretty much what i love is. that each of those uh, when when well spoiler uh some of them come alive right some of them come alive some of them don't interestingly Th- that they, bothered they me that some of them didn't yeah, i was yeah, really of, expecting them some to. of them saw us and we're just like nah, nah. <laughs> yeah they that. saw us kick the shit out of their homies and they're like okay we're gonna <laughs> actually just pretend like we're statues now yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i don't totally want none bad. of that shit <laughs> thankfully this is a linear game because i've like been playing metroid prime where like as you progress if you come through an area that you have before but you're like 
progress more like a thing that was like suspended a tank will just bust out and start fighting i'm like oh no yeah yeah real chekhov's gun energy that does not actually pay off in the third act <laughs> they're just decorative because and the way this happens is we fight one of them and then we see the other one come alive oh man like because of like how it's built like every segment of it looks like it's made of layers of like metal kind yeah of, like, layered together so it's like you can like make this thing if you like maybe a paper craft or something like that because you just like cut them out of like two-dimensional shapes then like glue them together could be like one of those metal ones that you can make now where it's like you yeah, break off all the metal like pieces and put them together or whatever oh yeah um, true. Th this area has a really cool name give me a cnc machine let's go oh, what is this area called we're back high on the mars volta uh scale where this is called the hibernatorium oh, hibernatorium like, the hibernatorium yeah exactly um um but yeah, so the way that the, these fights happens is you fight one after the other, like you kill. They're them called one. berserkers, by the way. Yeah, um, you fight the My one for them that comes to life, and then you have to fight <laughs> like the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My love for you is ticking clock, berserker. Um, <laughs> but you, you fight them like one, and then there's another one that has like slightly different moves, I think. And you're like, oh shit, like this is rough. Like we'll probably talk about the battles more in depth, but I wanted to point out that I was like, it would be really fucked up if I had to fight two of them at the same time. And then I saw that there were still two more left, and I was like, that's this game's move. <laughs> it shows you the pieces, and then it's like, fuck you, here, it, take it all. And then they just didn't. I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't do that. I'm glad it didn't happen because my god, this this whole section is long. But I was also kind of disappointed. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? This area is very long. Where we're talking about right now is like an hour from the intro cutscene. Like yeah. I know, like I met that it, we're like, just kind of like breezing through it, but it's it's there's a lot of padding. I feel like we're just yeah. like they're the game. Like oh, if this is where we're gonna master our powers and in gameplay mode. That means like you're gonna grind a lot. You're gonna walk a lot. You're gonna fight a lot of enemies. You're gonna have some enemies that poison you and take your health, and then you're just gonna yeah. have some fights where you're fighting like twelve things at once, and you just immediately die. And you're like, well, yeah. fuck. How do I get a preemptive strike on these fucks? And everything now is expensive too, like in the Crystarium. So like, mm -hmm. it is kind of grindy. You kind of do have to kill everybody to get it all. It's saw you like, oh, you have five jobs. That means we're gonna tax you on all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's Indeed. a good way of putting it. The Berserker fights are wild. Like, I think I only f I fought one and was like, okay, I'm never gonna fight these things again. And just like down day, like for Saul and just bypass them. Yeah. But <laughs> you're fighting the one just kind of head on, but uh, it has a like. A secondary like floating sword that can like right. Can That's target, the, yeah, right? the second one has yeah. the, the sword, right? Centurion blade. Yeah, uh, interesting because I read that as centurion, um, which is where the etymology of this name comes from. It's like oh, centurion, but they're kind of centaurs, like they're centaurs with like six horse legs instead of two, and no dude on the front, like most centaurs that we know and love. <laughs> <laughs> they're lacking the dude component. But yeah, it has a giant fucking sword and just free floating that you have to attack separately and it's called the uh, the centaurian uh blade which is kind of funny oh yeah so let me tell you about the centaurian blade all right let me let me tell you let me tell you about a little friend that i've talked about several times throughout the course of this podcast called tri disaster and it's yeah. the best thing ever so the berserker staggers pretty quickly and if you roll into the battle in tri disaster you can stagger before they bring out the centaurian blade and then, at, but you won't finish them in one go, right? Like the one stagger is not enough. But when they land, you can just try disaster them again all the way to stagger, and they won't be able to call the blade. So oh, I nice. didn't get hit one time on any of these fights because they amazing. just kept trying to summon the blade. And I was like, no, sir. <laughs> I, I hate it when I'm trying to summon the blade. <laughs> 
So like these were all free fights because I was just like, no way, three Ravagers, let's go. <laughs> so that's why I can't have Fang in the party. She's not a good Ravager. These things may be like my aesthetically like favorite mechanical thing we've fought so far. They're really, really cool looking. They are. <laughs> they look like the fucking robots that are like MIT is making to be like police dogs, like police <laughs> resident <laughs> evil dogs that just like arrest you and like beat the shit out of you for uh, jaywalking or whatever. If they had a metal cape or whatever. Yeah, I, I can't wait to be captured by these things in real life in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Got six legs. It's fucking brutalized under them. Real alien looking. I just went to So after, um,. After that fight, I actually got a new trophy called Lore Master, which is like a gold trophy, oh. which I'm assuming means I unlocked a lot of like data logs. I'll have to look into it to specify. Do I that. have that trophy? I don't yeah, play. Yeah, it's probably I mean, Intel, probably. Yeah, that that would make perfect sense. Um, but uh, I went to go and check my trophies, but I'm not used to playing on PS3. So the, the first thing I did was accidentally open my thing and like almost hit quit game and i was like no 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 no, no i'm not even gonna look at the trophies i'll figure that out later fuck it or i think i got to the trophy thing and it was like taking like five minutes to like download all the trophy information i was like ah oh, fuck this dude <laughs> i uh, i'm looking and i did in fact unlock lore master it was the last achievement i unlocked when i played this game two years ago nice so i at least got on steam it. you mean on Steam, indeed. Uh, yeah, Wait, so have, you, discerned... have you not been playing along with us? <laughs> no, 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 I've been playing along with you guys. I, I, a couple of years ago, I started playing 13, and I got exactly as far as we are right now, and I quit on Steam. This seems like so a section that is... would be leading people to quit, I would say. Like, it's, indeed, it's, indeed, indeed, indeed. It, like we said, it's very grindy, it's very repetitive, the area's not that great. Um, lore Master you get when you discern the full attributes of 100 enemies. Yeah. Uh -huh. The earliest you will get this um, is Chapter 10, according to this uh, trueachievements.com. Well, that's good, because we're in Chapter 10. Yeah. Love to see that. Yeah, it looks like I only have story-based achievements well i guess i'm not playing good oh my god someone in uh on true uh trueachievements.com has their profile picture and it's like the weird fucked up like xbox version of me that sucks like the original yeah, metaverse that, that yeah. microsoft was trying to push um but at least they had legs right yeah true <laughs> not fake <laughs> legs that they fucking lied about those cowards but <laughs> this guy uh brawler rocks has like a cool like mafiosa kind of uh outfit on but the more important thing about it is his profile picture has chocobo chick flying towards the camera doing a little oh, very yeah, good. That's, that's really cute i can't wait until we talk about all the final fantasy 13 tie-ins that you could unlock on the xbox live uh <laughs> <laughs> metaverse <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that they had that. You can have like the portal gun and shit. I think mine had that, or you can have. I'm sure you can probably have. Like, I, I had the portal outfit gun. and like probably sword. I had the portal gun and a super meat boy like familiar that would nice. walk around. Um, but yeah, so this area is pretty much. It feels like we do the same thing three times. It feels like we do the same thing three times because we go right back into tunnels. We go into one of those. I thought I was going backwards at first until I realized there's different enemies. Yeah, like, yeah, because <laughs> it's so same. I do like the next open like sewer area. I think is very nice because once again, love jumping around on crumbly things, and there are like some nice little space. pillars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love a good gray space. Call that the minutia. I love the minutia. Minutier. Minutier. Also, you know you're in a different area because the numbers on the walls change, so you know you're in like different sections yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Nice little attention to detail there. 
So you know we're not not in a you know reactor seven or whatever. We're working <laughs> right around whatever this fucking area is. Oh, we do get a new SAS weapon in the uh, in the room with the oh yeah the berserkers, which is the we Eagles. get some weird weapons here. Yeah, I didn't actually look into any of the weapons that we got. I think we we got like the Umbra recently for snow, I believe, and we got yeah. um, the the Regals okay. here. I think other items that we can get for other uh, party members but did you look at what the so we get down here we haven't found uh, i think hopes yet but we get one for hope as well have you looked at what these do the weapons that are down here i have no. not no they are very very odd they do something like um they don't allow you to stagger i think like it eliminates your chain bonus weird at what cost? Yeah, like at what benefit? It would benefit. It, yeah, yeah. What's the reverse? What's the opposite of yeah? What's the reverse catch? <laughs> let me. Uh, let me. What's the throw? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you have, you don't have the name of them? Do you? The Regals. The Rigels. Okay. Or the Rigels. I think it's Rigel because I think it's like the star system, but I don't know that at all. Don't quote me You're on that. You're probably right. I'm just thinking of my my buddy Regal, the uh, Dark Souls champion who hates final fantasy 13 so he doesn't want to come on this season <laughs> <laughs> okay stagger lock weapons stagger lock weapons are all powerful and you can synthesize the random instant chain ability from them but the weapon cannot stagger a foe okay so it so, sounds like a synthesis synthesis might be a thing that we haven't unlocked yet or something it might be one of those things where you like level it up and then you combine it with some of your equipment and then get something out of it I don't know. This is the uh, this is the toy gun from uh, Dirge of Cerberus that we can turn into Ultima weapon or whatever. I think we can find yeah the Regals the Alicanto is one. Is that a boomerang? Yeah, that's that's Hope's Staggerlock one. So Staggerlock is the 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 type of ability that keeps you from staggering somebody. Mm. Um, and it looks like what they're for is turning into instant stagger weapons. And I'm reading the the Game Corner Guide page about Instant Chain right now, and it says it's a very, very low chance of actually triggering. But when it does, it just automatically staggers an enemy just off of one hit. I'm, I'm reading the item description of it, and it's real dark. Yeah. It is designed for suppressing civilian riots. The killing power of these pistols is artificially limited. Oh, my gosh. So I guess it's like the reason they don't stagger like in this like description of it is because it's like shooting like a beanbag instead of a shotgun shell which still absolutely fucks up civilians but you're supposed to shoot them at the ground <laughs> yeah yeah but nobody does that anyway <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah i thought that was very interesting when i got them i was like i i'm sure that there's a practical application for this but i don't know what it would be yeah is it so it's like a kind of roll of the dice whether you like instant stagger versus yeah but you never actually build stagger but there's a very low chance that you might instant stagger but apparently only once you level them up so that's interesting i'm curious like what the math yeah or like if there's manipulation yeah it's almost like it turns it into like a, a critical instead of uh yeah instead yeah. of stagger, it's like a critical hit chance type of thing yeah that seems Indeed. wild I, I all of this stuff and this section in particular really made me like as i i love this battle system i think it's wonderful and i understand why they didn't do this but it made me wish for things like in final fantasy 10 where you could switch weapons on the fly or something or you could switch in and out party members like that would make this game so easy if you could just like have Saz cast haste, throw Vanilla in, have her do a yeah, barrel, yeah. switch out, and just have like your heavy hitters. Like it, that would make it like I, I would like there to be a mod of that because that would just be really interesting and and probably super fun. Yeah, you start out with like the Vanille 
hope Saz party. You fucking get everybody boosted or whatever. Although I guess though, if you switched out for the next party, then you wouldn't have any. None of them would be boosted. But but yeah, the heavy hitters being Fang, Lightning, and Snow. Yeah. Two Sentinels. Come on, you wouldn't even take any damage. It'd be incredible. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be both provoking the enemy, yeah. and we can't decide where to go. So they, yeah, the, it just misses everyone because it shoots directly in the middle of both. Yeah, of them. they're standing in far enough them. apart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, so obviously they wouldn't be able to balance that, but it's like, I'm just like, ooh, that would be really cool. But uh, after that, we eventually come up on a little clearing. And uh, nice little I think maybe before we walk into that clearing, we should take a little break. Yeah, I think that sounds good to me. Oh, speaking of uh, music, as we were just humming, um, the song that plays to this area is really cool. Uh, while we're like running around the the arc, um, it's a yeah. song called "Will to Fight." We actually heard, it, I think, once before during the flashback when we're uh, we see Saz and Lightning get on the train during the purge. Yeah, yeah. And it's this cool, like, kind of driving, like, uh, kind of drum and bass, like do 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 do, like this little driving thing. But underneath yeah. it is almost like the ambiance and kind of uh, brooding purge music under while there's like this kind of really intense like industrial beat going over it yeah yeah and there's like kind of shiny like choir and some of these stuff it's it brings back that stuff i was feeling at the beginning of the game which is kind of something from pulse it feels very uh otherworldly yeah. it's cool it's very otherworldly i did hear some uh jaw harp when we were uh first entering the arc i forgot the note love yeah. it which song that was I uh, I brought this up on the on the VG draft episode that we uh, that we recently did, but I think the first instance of jaw harp in a Final Fantasy might be in Final Fantasy VIII with shuffle or boogie. Wait, hold on. Does Slam Shuffle have it? I don't know. I don't know if I know Slam Shuffle. I have to listen to it. Hold on. That's the one where they do that and then they welcome to the jam uh, shuffle. So Slam Shuffle does not have. Uh, jaw harp, but it does sound very much like me and high robe, which does have jaw harps. So maybe your brain is kind of matching those two together. Maybe um, so. I have I have booted up my PlayStation Three to right before the boss that we're about to talk to that save file. You know, blast to see me on how many ATB? Yeah, how many ATB bars Vanille has in this section <laughs> without unlocking the one? And it is three. Because I was like, oh damn, maybe she already has an Eidolon and that's part of her mysterious past that she's keeping a secret and stuff. And it's like, no, no, no. Well, she has three ATB bars. What I was thinking, I was saying, I was saying in the, the, the break or whatever that like we've had four ATB for lightning since like chapter fucking four. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we've had it for so long. And Snow's and had it ever since August, we got him back. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm pretty sure that everybody has at least that many now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And but it's, it's the kind of thing, too, where if, if they're not your party leader, like we haven't had to have Vanille as a party leader in in a little while. She actually only has two in the U.S. release. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, we pop out of uh, this access tunnel and it feels, again, very uh, deep groundy because we see some uh, you know, bridge and like buildings and because we're, things are opening up. It doesn't seem like we're underground anymore, but we're still like there's still a ceiling of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were like on a bridge because in the, in the distance um, that we do see like these arches, like as if it was like the George Washington bridge and some like suspension cables and stuff like that. Yeah. It feels very urban. Um, 
And we see a familiar face walking toward us, right? And the, the first sight of another human being. We see this person. It, it's it's Sid. Sid is here. Oh, Sid Reigns. Oh, homie. Everybody loves Sid Reigns. Love that guy. He's on our side. When it's Sid Reigns, it's Sid pours. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ain't that the truth. Um, Saz and Vanille have no idea who this is. Oh, yeah. I guess Saz and Vanille wouldn't, though. Yeah, because... Uh, First, like, Fang's like, Reigns? What, what are you doing here? And then, like, oh, yeah. to reassure Vanille and Saz, like, don't worry, he's with us or whatever. He's, like, he's part of the Sanctum, but he's been helping us out. And then Fang just, like, hushes Snow's, like, wait, why are you here? Like, yeah. Yeah, what? You- wait, you being here is probably bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. We, were sent, we were brought here by the Primarch, and then last we saw his head, he was sending us to, like, fight the Primarch. Like, yeah. Ambush them. So and like, Lightning wait, puts two and two together real quick, right? Like, like you fucker. <laughs> yeah, she immediately is like, Reigns, you traitor. You scum and, fuck. And she runs after him and like swipes at him. Mm-hmm. He easily dodges like all of her hits. And she, yeah, she takes a few swipes at him. And he manages to disarm her. He, yeah, he disarms her and does like an Aikido throw to her. He disarms and her. Then, with a smile. And then he grabs her sword as it like spins in the air. I love this reveal because he grabs it as it, um, it falls down, and in like one swift motion, as he's turning it, you see that he has a brand on his hand that's yep, glowing. Yep. I was like, "Oh shit!" It turns out, fucking Sid Reigns was a sea all along. Yeah. yeah, and he says, "I put you on a path." That was my focus. Yeah, which makes sense because, like we were saying, like there's the whole thing that dies. He's like, "Yeah, all this has been orchestrated. Like you've been following our instructions to the T already." And it's like, "Oh well, so Sid Reigns just delivered us to Dysley. That's all he really did." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things like uh, Yurla C and Reigns, of course, says since long before we met. Longer than I'd care to remember. <laughs> or you'd care to know. Yurla <laughs> C, that's a name I haven't heard since. <laughs> I did my best to assist you, as bid by the Sanctum Falci. Now do you understand? I love that while he's saying this, he's still holding Lightning's sword. Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, good uh, symbolism. He has the upper hand now. Now do you understand? The Falci have watched over you, guiding your every step. The luck that saved you time and again was a deliberate machination. Why, you may ask? The Primarch, or should I say, Bartandalus, is crafting you into the instruments of Cocoon's demise. Which, I think we kind of already knew, So good. Right? We assume that when we got to the fifth arc, at very least. Yeah. We know that, like, he basically told us, hey, you have to destroy Cocoon. Like, that's your focus, and you guys are dumb as hell for thinking otherwise. Um, but yeah. Fang's like, yeah, we've been played for fools. Uh, and Saz is wondering, like, a Cocoon Falsi, why? Like, And then we get just the fattest fucking lore dump out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Insane. This is the pretty much equivalent every game I feel like has had this where we're like, we're in a hologram. We're explaining the history of the world. Like we, Seymour gave us a hologram tour. Yeah, Bugenhagen is here, floating around. Or in like the Seven remake, we're like also like and like here's the history of like the ancients and shit. Like, but this time we uh, we hear about the Maker. Yeah, right. Yeah, why to restore the Maker, the entity responsible for creating both humans and fallacy. Mm. And then we get a little cutaway. What would you call that? A little cutscene. It's like a flashback, kind of. I mean, it's, it's it's a lot of footage we've already seen before. A lot of nothing yeah. new, but as like because it opens on the uh, the kind of zooming thing as Saz is like busting out of like cocoon when we were like flying out out of the gates or whatever. Yeah, it feels very Star Warsy. And then we see like we see scenes of the festival. 
uh, or the the parade at Sazavanil saw. We see yeah, scenes the old of war holograms. Mm-hmm. We see the Palamacia actually flying the vestige into the the um, hanging edge. We see mm-hmm. that. But as all of this is being, as we're seeing all of this, Reigns is explaining like the history of the world, essentially, where he says, long ago, the maker departed this world, leaving the two races behind. In a sense, human and Falci are brothers orphaned by the same parent. As for the humans, they forgot the orders impo- or the order imposed by the maker. They began to war amongst themselves for the first time in history. As that's being said, we see a shot of like Psycom shooting and then like Godot shooting back and stuff like on Which the trust. Which isn't really fair. I feel like that's a fallacy organized. Yeah, like thing. it's literally it's, it's, you guys made us do the fucking war, guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look at these g- stupid humans fighting amongst themselves. These look. humans only just want to fight. It's like motherfucker, you're the one sending them to fight. The other ones <laughs> yeah, are just I defending know. themselves. My brother in Christ, you. They, it's like we. Like, <laughs> My brother Eric, in Christ, Eric you the purge. It's the Eric Andre meme, <laughs> like he, did, he just fucking shot Hannibal, and he was like, uh, like, uh, like who would you? Why, why would, why would, would humanity do this? <laughs> I'm sure it's like kind of supposed to be kind of more like less literal because like, oh, we don't have footage of the war of transgression. We haven't like yeah, made yeah. that entry in this series yet. So yeah, right after that, it goes right to the scene of fucking snow driving around on the ice and Psycon shooting <laughs> and like, he's like, come on, guys, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reigns is just like humanity was lame and unbased, and it shows Snow riding around on a motorcycle. Like, My brother in Christ, you're the, the one who, who has posted cringe. Stop it. <laughs> we also see the mob of people ratio, trying ratio, to fight ratio. us. Yeah, ratio plus L. But yeah, we see the the, the scene with the um the ratio animal. plus Lucie. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we also see Hope, the scene with the the mob trying to kill them and stuff. Which again, that was you guys. Like, yeah, that was you guys. You did this. You guys. That's all. Yeah, this is all falsy. Reminds me shit. of like when when shitty right wingers are like, oh well, the human nature is to like be brutal to one another and like and and fight. And Empathy's stuff. a like, weakness. And whatever, it's like yeah. no, yeah, like yeah. you have created these systems and this structure that makes people <laughs> get desperate enough to where that's what happens to them. It's not human nature. It's actually very much orchestrated. God damn it. <laughs> the Reigns continues on. He says, um. The fallacy focused on recalling their lost deity and returning the world to its former glory. Damn, they really do sound incredibly like <laughs> like far-right dudes. Anyway. This purpose lies at the heart of all their actions. Calling back the Maker requires a fitting sacrifice. Yeah, we've heard. The destruction of Cocoon. The lives of this world's entire populace in bloody tribute which I feel like is there's there's the plot right there, right? Like that's yeah. FF13. The Kill reason the that we're going to take out raise Kutum. God. Yeah, is to fucking bring back a maker god who has left for a long time. It, it suddenly actually became a This, this is deep ground. This is Omega. They're trying to bring back Omega. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. It's 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 real bloodborne. Ojo! Real bloodborne yeah. shit here. Like and Hope is like I don't get it. Why do they need us? Yeah, that, that's that's crazy talk. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't Falsy end Cocoon with just a thought? Yeah, this is an interesting part. Yeah, because Hope's like, why don't the Falsy do it? They're they're huge and they're in charge. They're of it. gods. And Rain yeah, says, th- this this gets a little wishy washy for me. Like, in it, it's it's fitting with like, it'll the, come together a little bit better later. <laughs> okay, because uh, I was gonna say it's 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 it, it to me this whole thing was like, can Jesus microwave a burrito so hot that he himself cannot eat it? it was That's kind the of thing. Like the, 
FF13 answers that question of could Jesus microwave a burrito so hot he couldn't eat it? And the answer is no, he could not. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, it's pretty like definitive. But he could like, have someone else do it for him. But he could have someone else microwave that burrito. Exactly. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's funny. Like I don't want to give anything away. I'm not going to spoil anything. But this is like the the final big speech of the game is the explanation of this one thing so okay okay interesting yeah it, it does come back this really was final fantasy 13 we always <laughs> when they say that yeah. i'm just getting so sick of all these final fantasies 13 <laughs> but about that uh rain says their existence is bound to the creation and maintenance of this floating shell it's their very nature that holds them in check and hoops you know hope says Hoops. You so know, you, we should call I, him I did call him Hoop. God damn it. <laughs> I think I, I played that game oh. Grounded recently. And I played as a character who plays basketball, I guess, and they call her Hoops. <laughs> her, na- her real name's like Amy or something. I'm like, yo, I'm playing as Hoops because I also love to play basketball. I have not played basketball since like, like second grade and a little bit in high school on my lunch break when I worked at my high school and we could go to the gym. <laughs> So, so Hoops McDestime says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in the rules that says Hope can't let's see can't play basketball. Uh, he says <laughs> He says, so you mean cocoon Falsy can't destroy cocoon. They needed tools. And I like Vanille has like Vanille's answer that she always has, where she yeah. says like well, if we can do, if we can stop all this by doing nothing, then we'll just do nothing. Which, I like, like how she has the Ned Flanders parents approach, but it's actually like <laughs> good. Which is it's right. actually for a good reason. We've tried everything except nothing. Yeah, we've tried everything except nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I think is kind of base. I like that. Like, it's supposed to be like a stalemate kind of thing. She's just going on Lassie strike. That's fucking. That's Praxis. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah, goddamn right. Lassie walk out. Yeah. But we say you should unionize. And like, and Reigns even says like, ah, noble, I expected as much. She's trying yes. to uh, seize the lassies of production. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bartandles walked out 30 seconds into our like reading of our, <laughs> our bargaining or whatever. So much for good faith. <laughs> Snow kind of yells at Reigns and he's like, you lied to us. What happened to your dream of rebuilding Cocoon for the people? Was, Was that a lie? lie? Yeah. And Reigns is like, oh, that was a shadow of a dream from when I was human. And like, which I like, though, that like, I, I that do like was Reigns. Yeah, that like, that is Reigns' goal. But like, since he's been made to see, like, everything is too fucking impossible that he just can't do it anymore. Yeah. And uh, it's just like, it's, it, he's talking about nature here as well, being like, oh, well, it's against the Falsy nature to destroy Cocoon. So they have to find loopholes or whatever. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, that was my nature. Or, like, that was my idea, but it's against my nature to actually accomplish that. So, I, you know, what are you yeah, going to do? Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. can't do it now. <laughs> I'm just doing my job, sir. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I gained he all says, the power I could hope for, but was a puppet with no will to wield it. Right. It right. wasn't the Falsy who changed, it was me. Yeah, Vanille says you were made a Lassie. Um, but, like, so, so are they asking, like, who made him a Lassie or what? I was kind of confused by this part because I thought we already established that he was a Lassie. I guess they're just kind of hammering it home a well, little bit. I, I think it's that like Vanille's saying it. Yeah, I think Vanille's being like, "Oh, and then when you okay had gained this power to finally do something about it, you were made a Lassie." Yeah, we're just going yeah. through the timeline. I got you. And he says, uh, "A Lassie tied to an inescapable focus, a slave of destiny. I'd lost hope, and I'd all but given up on dreams of freedom." 
And then Saz is like, what, what are you saying? And he goes, I'm here of my own accord, not by foul sea order. Which, yeah, he does, like, switch gears in the middle. It's hard to keep up with, like, yeah. that's what Reigns does. Exactly this is he, going. Always keep him guessing. Always keep him guessing. Always keep him guessing. Bobbing and weaving. But uh, <laughs> he says, seeing you fight brought it all back. Brought back the future I once strove for. I, too, will challenge my fate. And, like, at first, hearing this, I'm like, Oh, he's yeah, gonna join us, dude. Let's he's go. He's gonna join us. He's gonna help us. Sid Rain's this gonna MF eat. somehow has five bars already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Lightning is like realizes what's getting ready to happen, right? She's like, mm-hmm. oh no, like she, Lightning has been ahead of me as a as the player this entire scene where she like goes after Reigns yeah, before sharp. I put it together. She's sharp, and so she's like, easy guys. Let's we'll see senses. And Rain says, if I defeat you here, the foul sea plan will fail. And I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Which, real like, he's not wrong. He's real not himbo. wrong. He's not wrong. And yeah, it's kind wrong. of noble in its own fucked up and weird way. Like, he, he's being kind of noble here. He's like, oh, I'm going to challenge my fate that I was put on in the same way that you have been challenging your fate. Uh, but I'm going to do it in the dumbest possible way instead of just joining forces with you. I'm going to fucking yeah, yeah. kill you. <laughs> I guess, well, I guess, like, Sid doesn't have any faith that we'll be able to challenge it. You know what I mean? He's yeah, like, yeah, I guess you... he kind of assumes, like, oh, I'm just going to kill you, and then, you know, that's that. Yeah, he says, he, he says, like, that that's what will make the Falsies plan fail. He's going to save Cocoon by killing us, because we're, yeah, like, destroying the, the tools. Destroy yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I guess challenge was a weird word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, says, no, he says defeat, I guess. Okay. No, I'm yeah. just thinking. I was thinking of how, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I will use all of my remaining power. I will set you free. And like while that's happening, he turns into like a crystal beast. He turns into Seymour plus Sephiroth. Yeah, he turns yeah. into Seymouroth. His his good arm turns into like kind of a seeth, a kind of a crystal seeth type of thing. He kind of like exists within a human crystal and seeth existence. Guado. Oh, all yeah, at once. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a guado. He's like all your favorite uh uh, minor bosses combined together. There's a Toydarian in there. <laughs> <laughs> a Toydarian? What? <laughs> yeah, you said a Watto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said Grotto. And we get in a fight with him now, and what did you all think about this fight? How did it go for you? I I restarted it three times. Just I had to restart it three fucking times. I think I didn't game over. I was like, oh, this isn't really working as fast as oh, I Because I, I think I forgot to like make a paradigm that I needed. So, like, I think one I really liked was using uh, Bully, which yeah. I kept forgetting to put on because... Yeah, he uh, just kept calling him a nerd and pulling his pants down to show his underwear <laughs> and have all the girls laugh at him. <laughs> because he buffs himself up a lot. Um, and so I wanted to make sure I had a someone who was kind of wailing on him, but also had a, a saboteur going. Okay. Just kind of deep, kind of nulling out his buffs because he, like, constantly is, like, adding, like, haste and, like magic up attack up i forgot the name of oh my god he's always buffing himself and he is always attacking so so I, thankfully he goes through these phases where he'll like guard for like a few moves yeah i print almost always went to combat clinic because he would use a uh, seraphic ray sometimes which would take out like oh my god everyone's like, hp down halfway yeah at least Oof. yeah but it took a little while i think it took me about 10 minutes to get through this once so, i finally did it apparently this is a difficult fight um, but I, you would know it. Tell I us what you li- did. No, buddy. Like, I, I didn't even do. I just like was like, oh, OK, this is going to be me learning the thing. And then before I knew it, the fight was over. And I was like, oh, OK, sick. And like 
to the point where I was actually I was watching Ninnies uh, learn I think the Bar uh, Bartandalus fight and uh, Zwanzig was on the stream coaching him and everything and um, <laughs> I overheard Zwanzig talking about when I was playing and he's like yeah like Carl definitely struggled with this fight and I could see some of the things that he was doing like wrong on this and stuff and he's like but then he got to the boss in chapter 10 and I saw that and he did really well so it looks like he's gotten much better at battling and understanding the battles <laughs> and I was like hell yeah like I don't think he knew that I was there and I heard it but I was just like oh that's that's so good yeah, it was like yeah, the opposite yeah. of Ebenezer Scrooge hearing people talk about him and it was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like sick um, yeah so I just I, I don't know if I just got lucky I'm like reviewing my footage I don't think i did anything i was gonna say i need to go review your footage and just uh yeah i think i was just like i kind of knew that he was buffing himself up and i had a team like vanille had in peril and and i was just kind of always trying to be aware of that and i i just won the fight and got five stars and i was like oh, okay Incredible. they gave us they gave us an easy one after bartandalus and, and then i heard <laughs> apparently it's not easy for most I, people i think this is like one of the hardest battles in the game i had fucking Fuck me up several yeah, times. Th Kept me on my toes. That's th for this sure. This game's wild like that. Like it is wild like that. Yeah, they are like again. Like, I think very similar to ten, where like the, the fights seem like puzzles. I think kind of the, to the key out, like, to my success might have been that I had exploitation as a paradigm, which is commando and double saboteur. Ooh. Oh, so I think I was good. just saboteuring him like as much as possible, especially when he was doing the guard thing. I was like, well, I can't really do much, so I'll just you know get a couple shots in as commando and then everyone like imperil and all of that. I think I mean, you can also slow him. So you that's can probably a huge help. The time that I beat him. So it took me three tries, four tries. And the time I beat him, I switched Fang in. And that was like a huge difference was just having Fang on the team. Cause like casting slow made such a difference in this fight. Cause I could yeah. not keep up with him. Oh yeah, that's so right. You're probably right. Fang has slow. I was thinking yeah. about yeah. swapping her out for Saz because Saz has haste, but damn. Yeah. This game has too many good characters. <laughs> I, I was know, looking at I what know. three saboteurs would be. It's called infiltration. I like that. Worked out okay. I was kind of mostly sticking with bully and uh, combat clinic. Unless he like was staggered, then I think I would switch over just like relentless assault. Yeah, I had I had a lot of re relentless assault as well. I like how one of his moves is recovery shift, where he's just like, oh, I got to punch in my card and do this shift real quick where I recover. And he can cast, <laughs> he can cast uh, Asuna. Yeah. He, he does a really cool transformation at like about two thirds of his health. Yeah. Metamorphosis. Yep. Where he uh, becomes more biblically accurate. You <laughs> um, all heard of the one winged angel. You all <laughs> heard of the eight winged angel. Is it eight or six? I can't tell. I think it's eight. Oh, he does have eight. Oh, shit. He's got four on each side. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. When he turns into that version, he does this move when he comes out of stagger where he does like a giant crazy martial arts combo to you that does like 10, 11 hits or some shit. God, he was launching lightning so much. I was just feeling like it. It would just take me from full health to dead. It would just game over me. I would just be Damn. like, well, if I don't have buffs up, that's it. It's game over. That's again why I needed like a synergist going at all times. I brought my last party was fucking lightning, hope and fang. Nice. Was like hope is throwing protect on everybody. Fang was always keeping him slowed. Yeah, that's the only I, way I was able to do it. I feel like Vanille, ever since the um, I forget which fight it was that I had to use in peril in order to beat it. It might have been Brunhilde. Um, like I just am like I cannot 
ever not have her on my team. Like if I can imperil something, I need to use imperil. Imperil owns. <laughs> insane. So like with that, I also had combat clinic and um, solidarity. So I had a lot okay. of defensive things and, and just a couple of like, I had ruthless, which I forget what it is. I think it's probably like two commandos and a, uh, and a ravager maybe. Um, mm. And I just had relentless. It's actually a uh, commando ravager saboteur. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even better. Um, Cause I was kind of just always like anytime he put up buffs, I would just take him down. Um, yeah. I, I do like when he does guard in his second form, all eight of his little wings just kind of like cover him. Like he's like closing his eyes at a scary movie or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's a little cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of gave me a, I'm thankfully like that kind of gave me like a chance to breathe in the middle of this. He also, cause he sometimes cures himself too. He does like a little bit of cura. He cures yeah. himself a lot too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can also poison him, it's which I awesome. did. So, yeah, I think that definitely helped. Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> again. Yeah, it's a cool fight. Um, um, yeah, how's that? How's the music in this battle? I don't remember it. Um, oh, let me triple check. I think it's just the generic boss music or whatever. Well, it's yeah, it's the uh, it's the same fight you hear usually during like the Idolan battles, which is like dun 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 dun. dun, oh, dun okay. Dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a saber's edge, which we would normally hear during boss fights. Oh, he can poison you too, and, and oh yeah, he was poisoning Fang a lot. That's why I think Combat Clinic is like a necessity there, and someone who has Asuna as well, because you can really get, you can get a lot of debuffs that are really gonna mess you up. <laughs> Which it's nice that he has the guard phase where you can kind of just like get back to square one, and it's not just like it's not like Bartanos it's where it's just like yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the fight that he uh traps us in in like a kind of a ring of the glyph yeah it's like we're stuck in it yeah we're surrounded by the cocoon uh, brand yeah uh logo it's just kind of like in trapping us in like a weird like ritual circle no escape it's cool it is cool i like it a lot like they didn't really need to do that because like most of our boss fights aren't we can't really there's no fleeing from battles in this yeah fight. it's not like we're trying to escape but it's a nice little touch <laughs> i i like how he summons that too he's doing like the cool like freddie mercury like pose with the mic <laughs> in the air and like he's got like a, a dragon ball z aura around him of like dark like uh i guess like ruin uh, maybe type magic and then he just snaps his finger and like one of the brands comes out and then they all just like encircle us it's real cool double team yeah it's a cool fight i think uh it's it's super cool. I mean, it was challenging. I mean, I restarted because I like that you can just retry. Like, well, this is working. I'm mean, gonna try and like change my uh, paradigms or my party and like just start over without feeling like I had to backtrack very far. Which I appreciate that this game kind of lets you do. Interestingly, when he transforms, he also has the cocoon symbol on his chest. Oh, interesting! Oh. It's like tattooed on there. I thought you were gonna say interestingly, he also has eight dicks. In Interestingly, to the eight wings. he has eight dicks, and <laughs> every one of them get their own different target that you have to attack. <laughs> <laughs> what was your uh, What was your score, everyone? Oh, what was my score in time? That's right. Oh yeah, I actually um I I think I just doing this because it just feels good. Um, I think I was down to where he was like maybe had um maybe a tenth of a, like his HP left, and I called on Odin because he was oh, uh, nice. <laughs> I had him sabotaged him enough where he had like he had slow ruin and uh curse or whatever nice enabled is oh fog my. the one with it i wanted I, to say when he um is ruin the name of it what's the name of the no, one ruin where, is, uh, uh, not ruin, uh, ruin is the non elemental yeah, yeah what, what's is curse fog maybe is the one where it's what's the one that makes you stagger either like you like fought you like your poise Vigilance or whatever. and curse i think are curse. The, uh, the stagger i words. had him cursed 
And it made such a fucking difference because when he would go for his fucking insane martial arts moves, I was just like, would just boom, nah, stop that shit. <laughs> and he would just be like, ooh. It's literally so, like again, that. That's what I'm... would kill me in the other ones too because he would do that move and it would take me from full HP to nothing and I would just die and I'd be like, what am I supposed to do about that? But when he had Curse on and I was like, what other game would that be a good status effect? Like that you would care to put that status effect on mm-hmm. and it saves my fucking life. Yeah, the, the status, like the, the, the debuffs and, and the statuses in this game are like probably the best in any Final Fantasy game it's I've so played. Good. Like they're ridiculous. Like I think the only thing that might beat it is Bio in Final Fantasy X as being more yeah, overpowered. Yeah. But that's like the one thing and then this game just has like everything good. I know it's. This it's is so like good. the haste of FF one. <laughs> I I always think I I do think that like RPGs in general are best when they lean heavily into their statuses. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's why Pokemon's the best JRPG that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was able to when he was at the last tenth, and I already had him like kind of debuffed enough. Like, all right, let's call out Odin and just fucking just wait that's on awesome. him because I feel like it's just it's just fucking cool, and I just. Uh, because I'm, I'm always trying to like nail it where like the fin- his uh Zan- Zantetsusin, whatever you call it, Zantetsukin, yeah, Zantetsukin, like that is always a want to be wait. Like, I want to see my score come up as she's handing off the weapon back to Odin when she's done. And yeah, do it looks very oh, cool so whenever you do that. I got zero stars, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, it was what was fucking your cool. score and time? Target time was seven minutes 37, battle duration was 10 minutes five seconds. That's so short, yeah, that's nuts. That's crazy short. Yeah. What was yours, Curtis? My target time was 10, uh, 10.08, and my battle duration was 7 minutes, 28 seconds, a score of 12,560. Nice. It's maybe because my save got kind of fucked up, and for some reason my, like, skill trees got, like, my my Crystarium got reset, so I think I, like, temporarily, like, uh, enabled a cheat thing just to kind of buff my characters back up, so I maybe accidentally overshot Oh, it. maybe. Maybe you're, like, quote-unquote <laughs> overleveled. That's why. Also, I'm in EBC mode, so. Yeah. My my target time was 9 minutes and 10 seconds, and my mm-hmm. battle duration was 4 minutes and 18 seconds. God damn! So I got 18 points per second. Melted through this, man. I fucking, I didn't even realize, I, like, again, after Bartandalus, I like, I'm still expecting, like, second phases and shit, and I'm just like, okay, yeah. like, and I'm just like, go, 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 and then, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I just got lucky, honestly, with... We're gonna get to the fucking, the ultimate, like, what I think is, like, the hardest fight in Final Fantasy mainline story or whatever in this game. I can't game. fucking wait and for it. Carl's just gonna be like, so when do we get to that? And I'll be like, oh, it was the last boss. It was the last one that we just did. Are you like... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we, we I think that I will boss. probably get one. my fucking ass kicked and I will probably curse this game out. <laughs> like, I have so many Final Fantasies in the past. <laughs> um, what, I, what I assume will happen is, like, we'll get to that boss that is just fucking insane or whatever and then we'll we'll get to the next boss that will just be like a quick side boss or whatever and you'll be like oh man you're right this one is hard and i'm like <laughs> no no it was the last one you know, what yeah that, that <laughs> I, does I did that one like in two happen. minutes and 10 seconds my dude is wednesday <laughs> <laughs> um, some boss huh like oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we do get probably the most important lore item after this fight as a spoil uh-huh. the moogle works Oh, indeed, we get Moogle Works. I know nothing about it other than its name. I think it gives us weird uh, weapons, if I remember right. I'm weird, very um... excited about Moogle Works. Or no, wait, it's uh, accessories, I believe. Going back to um, going back to what we were saying earlier about his transformation, we also get the Tetra Dick Crown. 
Oh. Tetra Dick Crown. That's right. <laughs> Tetratic Crown. I guess it would be Tetratic, Indeed. right? Indeed. <laughs> oh, so the, so Moogleworks, uh, if you go into your uh, data log, into the shop, this is a new shop called Moogleworks, which says, Greetings, Kupotiers. At Moogleworks, you'll find accessories the likes of which you've never imagined. <laughs> what you do with them? Well, that's something your imagination can help you with, Kupo. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Based. So um, I did not actually see what was in there, but I, I'm guessing accessories that you can buy. Yeah, oh. I, I looked in it and I, I don't think I bought anything. Again, I'm terrified to spend gill. I, I yeah. have been spending it a lot and, and uh, upgrading weapons and shit, but now I feel like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're like, don't, don't. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Like, I'll be fine. Um, but anyway, so we get to the end of the fight. Um, and, and Reigns says, He's like in his like not death throes, but he's clearly been defeated. He falls into a Gomenasai pose. Oh yeah, Gomenasai pose. Yeah, he does that little. He's on his hands and knees. So he's been defeated. He says, "Ironic, isn't it? The only thing I wanted was a moment of triumph, but how it ends isn't important. Just do what you know is right. Trust yourselves." And then he turns fully into crystal, right? Yeah. Yeah. He Which killed his focus. His focus was getting his fucking ass kicked by me. <laughs> that'd be very embarrassing like your focus you have to get just like you have to get beat up by three girls <laughs> it's like well we should all be so lucky <laughs> yeah I, I would also turn to crystal immediately afterwards um yeah if i don't if i don't get my ass kicked by three girls soon i am gonna seeth out i swear to god um, but uh interestingly in the behind the scenes uh section for sid reigns on the fandom page it says his specific crystal stasis form is called the Lindsay type or Lindsay type by the Final Fantasy 13 Ultimania, which Alex is now an owner of. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it should be here in next week. So. The, because uh, like, I could not find any scans of it and everything I have found is very low res. So I'm going to hopefully uh, extract some fun uh, tidbits from that. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, Saz's like, what? Did he complete his focus? And Snow's like, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All Reigns did was try to save Cocoon in his own way. And he kind of comes to a realization, maybe. Yes, and I was like, oh, his own way. About the rules of Lassie? I feel like the thing about Snow... <laughs> it's whatever your heart wants it to be. Yeah. Th- he's con- his, his brain is constantly just... He cannot get his brain off Sarah, which, I mean, fine. But we'll find out later that he had made a connection that maybe... uh, Yeah, maybe Sarah didn't complete her focus the one way that can be completed. Yeah, maybe it's not. She also maybe found a loophole. Yeah, you know, like maybe Sarah completed her focus in her own way, the way that Reigns kind of just did in this weird type of crystal stasis. It's like, this is weird. Like, why would this be his focus to get his ass kicked by us? I feel like with Snow, if I was Snow... Unless it is to, like, train us. I was going to say, we beat him and he sent us on our way. He kind of did fulfill his focus, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Like if he was like, we're gonna need someone to like basically be a a test to these lusty we're training or whatever. I love just how everything in this game is just like, oh, this is all like really not what's the word the word about um the narrator not being trustworthy. Oh yeah, yeah, unreliable, um, unreliable. Yeah, yeah. So every source that we have is just an unreliable narrator. So it's like we don't know which fucking way is up. We don't know if like the thing that like sure Dicely to us is this like godlike being, and we can't even fathom anything about him. But at the same time, like he could still be fucking wrong. You know, like 
there's no reason why he might not just be wrong. And I really mm. like what Rain says. And again, unreliable narrator. So who knows? But this to me was like all I needed to hear to be like full himbo mode of being like, no, Snow has been right this whole time and everyone's trying <laughs> to tell him otherwise because he says, just do what you know is right. Right after he did what he thought was right and fulfilled his focus in this way and stuff. And and I'm just like, that's all the evidence I need that Sarah was right and Snow oh is also God, right. Dude. And like, I, I could be completely wrong and this could all be completely wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, I think like, I feel like it's Trust very, yourselves. <laughs> oh, I think it's very like much like a Snow thing to just make something up. <laughs> yeah, like no, exactly. But you know, like, like, oh, whatever. I all I'm saying is I trust Reigns a whole lot more than I try, trust Nicely. I guess so, but I don't think they have. I don't think they have conflicting stories though. Is the thing you know? What I yeah, mean? true. Exactly. I, I think like Reigns and Dicely's story is exactly the same. Where they're like, no, this is what you're yeah. doing. You're, and you're you, to... you also just completely debunked that by being like, yeah, maybe his focus was actually to train the Lysine. Well, I, I, I don't know if it's debunked. The... It could be, could be. No, could you be. Know, yeah, no, I, I just mean like, it, it's it's an interesting discussion we, to have. We won't know until Alex obtains the Final Fantasy thirteen Ultimania <laughs> and then reads what the Lindsay type crystal stasis is. Yeah, does that mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does that mean it's just cool? Like, it means they get cool sent person- as a faith to the real Xanarkin. When the Lindsay Buckingham version retired, they had to get two different crystals to replace him in the bands because he was just that That's good. That's right. He's so <laughs> yep. Anyway, but Snow says, yeah, you're right. Snow's like, oh, in his own way. Like he's like unlocked something, right? Like he's thought of something. Um, and he walks off. Like Snow just like run, not runs off. He just kind of like, ooh, he's got like some pep in his step and he starts walking on right and everybody's, oh, George, everybody's like something where are you going <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> and um what's wrong with you <laughs> and we get some um some narration from vanille who says i think reigns was searching searching for a way to make us understand to understand the frustration of being a lessee a lessee bound to a focus and maybe what it meant to be human which buddy we are lessee and human <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You don't um, need to tell us that it sucks. As all of that is happening, we see something happen with, uh, I guess, the Lindsay, Lindsay form of uh, the crystal, where mm-hmm. just a, a a bunch of light just kind of starts arcing up out of the crystal, and it starts like life stream, baby. away. Yeah, he's becoming pyroflies, oh, yeah, right. like that's life right. stream. Like he's he's just getting Thanosed away. Don't breathe this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me of the uh, the Perry Bible Fellowship comic of um there's like an astronaut in space and he's like (laughs) getting pulled into orbit and he's like no and like the other astronauts are freaking out and it just shows him entering the atmosphere and getting like burnt up and like very like fucked up thing and stuff and then there's just two kids sitting like on a hill and they look up and there's just like a little flake of the astronaut and the kid catches it on on their tongue and just goes oh the first snowfall of the season (laughs) 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 So that's the end of that scene. And Carl, you said you stopped there, right? Yeah, this I might think actually we get, be good time to wrap up because we're. Do we want to go ahead and wrap up here? We get we get um, prompted to save here. I think there was like another okay. cutscene after this. No, there's like there's a save point after this, but that's, that's it. That's oh yeah, really yeah, yeah. This. So I think I just went to the save point. I'm like, surely after playing the game for three straight hours, <laughs> it's a long. That'll section. be where oh we, my we, God, we yeah. stop. Yeah, I think you you guys said that there's a little bit more in this chapter, though, right? There is. I think next episode, what I think would be good is to kind of the well, how this chapter ends and how the next chapter begins. I think we could just do a whole episode on, right? I think you're right. I think you're right. I think we can do a 
end of this chapter, beginning of la- next chapter. It's a nice, it's a nice uh, package, I think, because yeah. there's a lot to talk about and unwrap just in the beginning of the next chapter because it feels almost like a <laughs> post-credits, like, I, I was grinning ear, I was grinning ear to ear, like, watching some of this stuff. Nice. Like, this I'm is excited. so fun. I love this. There's a very, we. I don't want to say tonal shift, but, like, it feels almost like we're in sequel territory sometimes. Like, and then the, it feels like it's the it, sequel to it. Yeah, like it, it's, it's so the vibe. Weird. It just so feels weird. like, and where are they now? Like, it, like it almost is like a one month later or whatever. It's like it just has that kind of vibe to it. It, it very much does. Yeah. If you are a listener, and you, I mean, well, I, you are a listener if you're listening to this, so that would be a hundred percent of you. Technically, you are a listener no matter what. If you heard that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, like, if um, you're not a hater, if you're playing along with us. Uh, just FYI. So the next episode, we're going to finish this one and begin the next chapter. The next chapter is really, really fucking long, and there are side quests to be done. So we've been discussing... It's a whole other game. It's a whole different game. So we've been discussing how to do it, and I think we're just going to run around and just partake of every side quest we can get our hands on and just... Really enjoy the splendor of FF13 that it opens up upon us. Curse gave us each 20 bucks and just told <laughs> us to meet back here. He said, get lost. Don't come back for as long as it takes me to have sex with my wife. Um, <laughs> wife? Wife. Yeah, my wife. Um, it's going to be real wild. So just just go nuts. Go nuts out there. Have fun. I'm not going to tell you where because uh, we'll save that for next time. But I wonder where it could be. Where could it be? We could be anywhere on Cocoon. Yeah. Xanarchan. We're finally going to Eden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, once again, not going to say anything because no spoilers. But I cannot fucking wait until you all see Eden and specifically what is happening when we go back to Eden. Because what the fuck were they thinking? I don't know, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's great. Exciting times ahead. I, they will never make another Final Fantasy 13. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> they will never make another game like Final Fantasy 13. It cannot happen. They'll never let us show that one again. <laughs> anyway, is that all for this section too? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, we come up to a nice uh, safe point before an elevator, which we're, we love elevators in here. Love those things. And yeah, I think that's about it, right? Yeah. Does you all have anything else to say about it? I'm reading through his data log now because I pulled that up right away just to see if it gave a little more insight on anything since a lot of questions got raised by that. Yeah. I don't think it, I think it says just everything that we already know, which is to be expected. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think it, it it doesn't give any more insight about like what his true focus was, like what actually kicked off the crystal shit. But well, how about that? Well, ain't that some shit? Well, Alex. Would you like to put us through a giant training regimen to turn us into the ultimate cocoon-destroying weapons? <laughs> I would be honored. Destined on this path, regardless. <laughs> Thank you, Masashi Uzi, for the game music, as always. Our listeners can leave us a review or rate us on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you can buy podcasts. You can call <laughs> us or text us at 530-MATERIA, and you can find us at every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram, and our YouTube. Why don't you text us at a uh, five three zero materia? Why don't you do that? Why don't you call your mom? Why don't you leave a five star review? <laughs> Think resistance is hard? Try calling your mom. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, not Seath, but podcasters all the same. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs>